Welcome to the Health and Biz Bites podcast. I'm your host, Mike Beverly. Thanks for tuning in today. This podcast is dedicated to individuals and professionals who desire to learn more about the subject and business aspects of non-traditional technologies and approaches to better health and vitality. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited for our guest today on Health and Biz Bites. Dr. Loredana Shapson is the founder of Life Mod Solutions, a holistic health practice in Newtown, Pennsylvania. She is a pharmacist turned holistic with the mission to empower her patients to know that they can heal at any age by providing answers education, and tools to live more naturally in our modern world. So welcome to Health and Biz Bites, Loredana. Hey, Mike. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to share this information with the world. <laughs> oh, we're excited for you to be here. And uh, tell us a little bit how you got to the realm of holistic health as a traditional pharmacist. Yeah, I guess there was there was two paths that kind of took me down this. One was my own personal story, and the other was what I was seeing in clinical practice working as a pharmacist. So traditionally trained, licensed in Pennsylvania and New Jersey, and I worked in a retail pharmacy, and I was a manager, and I was in that industry for about 12 years. I just saw some extremely unhealthy and disturbing patterns where people would be on more and more medicine. And they would come back and the doctor and they would say, well, my doctor doesn't know what's going on, but he's trying this, or I had a side effect. And so now we're adding this medication. And it was always this, uh, they were upset. They didn't have answers. It was just trial and error. Nothing was working. And there were so many medications on board. So that number one was alarming to me is if the medical system is so great and we have one of the greatest medical um, systems in the world, why are we the sickest? Why are we on so many medications and why aren't we getting any answers? So that was my first phase of questioning everything. And the second part was me, my personal story where I had my own health challenges that were not being answered by the medical community. So I had recurrent bacterial infections. I had a mold exposure. I was losing hair. I had difficulty losing weight. I suffered from something called adrenal fatigue where you kind of wake up feeling extremely groggy. And then probably one of my worst scenarios that I got into was I had bloating. I had really bad digestive issues where I was constipated and I went to a doctor and he gave me an antibiotic. And it was after that point um, of that antibiotic, plus doing my own research, I put on some herbal products that I thought were going to be helpful. Um, as I, Dr. Google taught me, right. That's kind of what we all go to when we're having our own health crisis problems. And as soon as I did that two week course of the antibiotic and that herbal product, my body took a complete dump for the worst. My bloating, which was moderate, was kind of unexplainable at the time, now started to happen every single day. I would wake up with a flat stomach. I would drink water and my stomach would bloat as if I was nine months pregnant. It was embarrassing. It was uncomfortable. And then what I also noticed was when I had the bloating issue, I was irritable, moody. I had trouble focusing. 
so clearly I wasn't being in this much distress. I wasn't going back to my doctor. So I was like, I need to figure this out on my own. So I used my clinical training and my background to read a lot of research, clinical studies, a lot of books. And I started to heal myself. And that was when I said, wow, I need to start doing this with others. I mean, this is a really common problem. So now I specialize in gut health in my office. I still do holistic health, but I always start with the gut first because I notice that I achieve much, much more benefit when I go there. So, and then here I am five and a half years later with my own practice. Well, that that's interesting. And as I have learned over the last three years that I've been on an educational journey, it's uh, interesting this morning, I listened to a podcast where they were focusing on gut health. It's such a critical part of our overall wellness. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. And, and, you know, Hippocrates was the first doctor to say this, but he said all diseases begin in the gut. And if you think about it, every single tissue, every single cell, every single organ in our body depends on our digestive system working properly to break down the nutrients so we can use them. So anything can go when the gut goes, your body has to make rations at that point. Well, I have this many nutrients for this. So I'm going to heal my liver right now or my skin. And then what kind of tells you where your disease is going to go is your family history. So you may have a more of a propensity to go in a certain direction. Doesn't mean that just because you have a family history, you're going to get something. Your lifestyle really dictates that. But Overall, when your gut goes, everything goes. And what I've noticed in my office is when I start fixing the gut, I mean, miracles happen. Headaches go away. Pain goes away. Aches. Their energy is better. Sleeping better. Hormones balance. You name it, I have seen some form of improvement once I correct the gut. And then from there, we start to fine tune and and get to the nitty gritty of some issues that are still lingering. Well, that's interesting. I was... uh... Speaking to uh, a lady that works in one of the school systems here in Florida, and she works with a lot of autistic children, and she was talking about how it's it's twofold. It's gut. There's a gut uh, issue, and there's also a neurological issue. So Mm -hmm. it's I didn't know that. So it's it just goes to show what you're saying is so vital. So. So well, I want to I want to tap into something you just said because it's it's important. So one of the books that changed my life in the gut world was called The Gaps Diet. Have you heard of that before? I have not. So that she's a doctor out of Europe and she created the Gaps Diet. It's called Gut and Psychology Syndrome. Gaps is the abbreviation. And she worked with autistic kids. And she basically made the connection when she wrote this book that the gut is intimately tied with brain health. In fact, they actually call our gut the second brain. So for every one message that goes up, there's another nine that come back down. So it's a really intimate process. And like I explained earlier with my bloating, I noticed instantly when my when I had that issue or acid reflux, my brain was, I, in, I intimately had some mood and irritability. So she was a doctor that specialized in how do we heal the gut using food? And she specifically worked on autistic children and things like that. So she came up with a protocol that kind of helps heal things. So that's kind of where my training began. I did find that program to be pretty challenging uh, to follow, but it was absolutely monumental in my healing journey and my learning journey, because then I went on the mission to find out 
well, how can I make this easier? How can this be more attainable for people? And so I've been able to achieve the same benefit in shorter amount of time, but still using the same principles as Gap and some other people that I've learned from as well. Well, I was just curious, uh, did you ever isolate what was the major issue that was causing your challenge? Yeah. So for me, I had constipation. And so I only went to the bathroom a few times a week, maybe two to three times. And when I did, it wasn't very satisfying or complete elimination. So when you're not pooping enough, your bowels are backed up. Everything is slower. And so poop is toxic. We got to get rid of that stuff. That's why we're meant to go every day, a few times a day. And so when that stuff sits, it breeds a really negative environment for microbes to kind of thrive. Food sits for longer than it should. So it ferments in the gut. So fermenting releases gas. So think about when you crack open a beer or anything like that, you're you're letting out air. So where is it going to go? It, it gets stuck in the GI tract and then starts to go up into the upper GI tract as well, depending on how backed up your system is. So for me, the starting issue was my constipation. And then when I went to the doctor, another issue was that I got put on um, antibiotics and some herbals. And when that happened, I started to not only kill bad bacteria in our gut, but also our good guys. So now I created more of what we call a dysbiosis. It's an imbalanced gut. And that our gut bacteria are so important for making vitamins, breaking down our food properly, which is key, um, digesting and absorbing nutrients. And so when I created this gut imbalance, that just sent my whole entire body in a complete panic state and emergency state. So there was two issues there, constipation and overuse of antibiotics and herbals. Yes, I know I've heard um, that the antibiotics does destroy the good uh, bacteria in the gut. And that's why it's so important to be aware of pre and probiotics. And, uh, mm -hmm. and prior to me going through the health challenge that I went through, I really didn't pay attention to it. And I kind of had a bloating problem my whole life because I, I grew up where, uh, my dad growing up in the country of Virginia, he had to have biscuits and gravy for every yeah. meal. I mean, yeah. it was like, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. We we he had to have biscuits and gravy. And so mm -hmm. so yeah. it was like start city, you know. So Yeah, was, we don't realize some foods that we eat can contribute to this too. Like speaking of biscuits, like gluten is is can be a really hard protein for many people to digest. And really evidence of that is Think about when you go to a restaurant now, there is always a gluten-free option there. You know, people, it's on every menu. Restaurants are accommodating because so many people are struggling with it. And so that's another issue for bloating is, are you eating foods that your body doesn't like? Or is it causing something called leaky gut syndrome? And is that impacting your bloating and your gut health? Mm -hmm. so I'm glad you brought that biscuit story up. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it was so funny. Uh, my grandfather died at 83 years old from um uh he, he they were back then they called it hardening of the arteries which was basically arterial uh sclerosis you know yeah atherosclerosis yeah. yeah yeah so so but but his his morning breakfast was uh four or five eggs uh ha country ham that was fried in the skillet and and the biscuits that were left over he would uh basically dip them in the grease from the frying pan <laughs> and and that and and then he you know he died of 
hardening of the arteries. Go figure. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> at 83. But, you know, nobody seemed to talk about his diet. They just kept, kept talking about why he was having dizzy spells and things of that nature. So it's 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 so interesting. But uh, but anyway, when when a, when someone comes to you for a consult, what, what are the steps that you take them through? It sounds like it's pretty uh, intent. Now, I'm not that's probably not a good word. But it's probably very. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Thorough. Thorough. That's <laughs> thank you, thank you. Very thorough. Yeah, I don't want to scare people, but uh, so tell 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 our listeners. You know, I call you and I say I'm dealing with this. What what are the steps? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question. So when people come to see me, there's three parts to my initial consultation, which is one, we have a discussion. What's going on? What are your goals? How are you currently living life? I give them a questionnaire that asks them about their sleep, um, what their eating habits are like. What are the three healthiest foods they eat each week? What are the three least healthiest foods they eat each week? How much of their food is home cooked, right? So we really do a lot of lifestyle stuff. How are your stress levels? Um, the whole entire process, they answer about 300 questions worth of symptoms and lifestyle. And from there, I really understand who I'm working with, why they got to the where they are, and what how I can help them really individualize how I can make them successful at achieving their goals. The next part of my assessment is um, it's something called muscle testing. Have you heard of muscle testing or energy testing? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. That was a game changer in my personal health. And um, so muscle testing is a technique. For, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about it on your podcast before, but it is a way for me to put things in your energy field to see if your body likes it or it doesn't like it. And the question becomes, well, how are we able to do that? And well, we have this energy field that comes out around our body. Most people, I call it your aura. Um, in the medical community or in the scientific community, it's called a biofield. But this energy field is a nice big bubble around us. It's supposed to extend anywhere from the HeartMath Institute has measured it to go out as far as 15 to 20 feet. It's impressive. And so it's designed to be an extension of our nervous system. So it constantly communicates about, do I like this? Do I not like this? Is this harm me? Is this helping me? So when we come into, when we do the energy testing that I do, I'm able to identify what irritates your body. Could it be a food? Is it gluten? Is it dairy? Is it, you can bring anything in or use anything. I can test it on you. Is it your shampoo or conditioner? So we can really find out what makes you weak and what makes you strong. And in addition to that, this is where I can tailor nutrition um, supplements to my patients. So what supplement does your body like? What doesn't it like? So using my energy testing, I'm also able to individualize for the patient what products they need and what's going to help them be stronger and what's going to make their energy stronger. And then at the end, we just have a discussion and we, we take it from there. But everything is very individualized, which is extremely opposite of the current medical community mindset, which is cookie cutter. You have X condition, you start on this medicine. If that fails, you go to next medicine. And that's not how we are as humans. We're so unique and so individual. So that's where I kind of come in with the individuality. Well, that sounds very good. And I, uh, I have a friend who she was the first guest on my podcast and she was dealing with all kinds of issues from hypothyroidism to Hashimoto's. And all every time she'd go to her traditional doctor, it'd say, oh, well, we've tried that. Let's do this one now. And she finally reached out to an integrative medicine professional who made her do. She said the questionnaire was like a 30 page book. 
you know, yeah. and, and she said, but they, they've asked me questions about my sleep habits, but they asked me about my food intake. They asked me about my exercise and everything. And she said, we literally got to the bottom of it. And within 60 days, my whole world turned around. My health improved so dramatically that I became a true believer. And it sounds exactly the process that you're going through. And, and uh, unlike I, I, I do go to a cardiologist because I've had some some heart challenges and did have a heart attack 25 years ago. Mm. Uh, so I go a couple times a year to the cardiologist. And once last year, my cardiologist was gone. So they had another cardiologist in there. So he literally read my chart for about three minutes. And he said, oh, you need to be on this. And I said, mm. why do I need to be on that? Well, because you're a cardiology patient or you're, you know, you've, you've had some history of cardiac disease. And I said, well, do you tell me about it? Tell me what that drug is. He says, oh, you just need to be on it. I mean, he didn't know anything about it other than that's just the protocol they yeah, were on. The brainwashing that they have. Yeah, that's exactly right. So when mm -hmm. I came home and researched it, the number one side effect caused by that medication is nightmares, mm -hmm. nightmares. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, at any rate, um, I, uh, I said, well, you know, I haven't had a nightmare since I was a kid. Why well, I want to I start it? you know, 68 years old, having another nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then there, was, then there was a plethora of other side effects that I certainly didn't want to have. So, so yeah. you're right. It is too cookie cutter. And yeah. one of the and, things. And, well, one of the things I want to touch on before you dive in there is, I mean, to interrupt you there, but the one thing that stood out about that Hashimoto patient that you said was that healing occurred within two months. It is so quick when we start a holistic healing approach, as opposed to this one medicine can fix everything, right? That's the mantra of what the medical community has basically put us into is take this pill, move on, feel better. And that's not how the body works. Um, so know that one pill is not going to fix your problem. It does take a holistic approach. And I'm glad that you did your research on your one medicine that was going to cause this. Yes, yes. And that's one of the things you said early on in the in the interview here today is that you started questioning. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, what advice would you give our listeners about that and how much questioning or research they should do individually? Yeah, I mean, I think that it's important that you do your research, find out what your condition is, find a, and, and if you're going to do any research online, find a functional medicine practitioner or somebody who is trained in holistic approaches to healing because they're going to have a different mindset than the conventional community will. And so do your research, collect your information and ask the right questions of why do I have, what causes my condition? Why is this happening to me? And is there a way to reverse it or lessen the symptoms? Um, I think that that's, that's a big problem. And I want to tie this back to that Hashimoto's patient that you talked about was the doctor just kept throwing medicines at her, but they never really addressed the true underlying reason of why they have Hashimoto's. And if you can have a practitioner explain to you why, what causes Hashimoto's or what's one of the contributing factors, you know, you're in the right hands. And so just to dive into a little bit of that, one of the biggest causes of of Hashimoto's, there's a couple of things is first is leaky gut syndrome. And so when your gut is in balance and it's allowing toxins to come in, your thyroid is really hungry for 
things like bromide and chloride and mercury and aluminum. And so what ends up happening is these toxins get lodged in the thyroid and the body begins to attack it and it no longer works properly. It starts to destroy some of the cells. Another thing is with leaky gut syndrome with toxins coming in is that when we talk about our cells, on every single cell, there's a channel or basically like a lock and key kind of a system where your thyroid hormone will bind and it causes activation of the cell, whatever the whatever needs to happen in that cell. If you have a toxin that is basically blocking that doorway, your hormone cannot block into the cell. So there's a blockage going on. And so now your body cannot communicate effectively with hormones. And so your brain thinks it doesn't have enough and it starts to keep pumping out more. So the toxicity and leaky gut syndrome are really key in understanding why some of these autoimmune conditions can occur. So having a practitioner who can explain something like that, or even give you some kind of insight into the why means that you're probably in better hands. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, that's valuable information. And again, as we started off this interview about the gut health and and how vital that is to so much of uh, our overall health and well-being. So would you mind, uh, Laura Donna, mentioning the book you brought up earlier? Uh, yeah. With, uh, it's, it was GAPS, is that? The yeah, it was called The GAPS Diet. You can look up recipes, and but it's called Gut and Psychology Syndrome. It's by Dr. Nika Natasha Campbell McBride. That sounds like a very interesting book. I want to get that myself. But uh, are there any other resources that you could direct our listeners to? Yeah, I mean, there are, I mean, Natasha has another book too about heart disease, which may interest you since you brought up your heart stuff. And she goes into a lot of this holistic approach to heart health as well. So she's a great resource for that. And um, it, honestly, the, the, the biggest thing that people can do is whatever your condition is, whether it's Hashimoto's or cancer or find a functional medicine practitioner in that field who specializes in it and get their book and, and educate yourself because there is a lot of personal accountability that you need when it comes to healing. If you're looking for gut health, I'm the girl for that. <laughs> That's wonderful. And we're glad you're here to share your knowledge and uh, we'll ask for you to share your contact. But while we're talking about cardio and functional medicine, I was able to, one of my earlier episodes, have Dr. George Yakos, who's a functional cardiologist. I didn't know there was such a person. Yeah. And he, on that episode, you'll have to, to listen to it. It's uh, The title of it is, what is a functional cardiologist and what do they do? That's the title of the episode. I mm -hmm. think it's episode 19, but at any rate, he talked about the cholesterol myth and how, yes. and Dr. how Frank the world Sinatra. has been sold, uh, a, a, uh, 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 been sold a myth about cholesterol and how, and, and he even quotes in the episode about less than 1% of people using statin medications have any real benefit from that mm -hmm. one, yeah. less than 1%, but the number of billions of dollars of statin medication that's being prescribed on a daily basis is just uh, earth shattering. So uh, anyway, just just a little side note there, folks. But but uh, Dr. Shepson, how would uh, people reach out to you for a consult or for 
for your expertise. And it sounds like you may be able to uh, chat with a lot of our listeners and I want to encourage them to do that. So how would they reach out to you? Yeah, sure. So um, I want to offer everybody, I have a free downloadable recipe that you can start using if you have bloating. It's called my belly bloating fixer elixir. And if you go to my website, lifemodsolutions.com, a pop-up will come up and you can just enter your email and get access to that recipe. That is a great place to start because it's the key word in that is fixer. It's actually going to fix the underlying digestive issues that may be causing your bloating. So I recommend you highly do that. And then I also do gut health group coaching for women in my private Facebook group. And again, that's also on my website. It's a great way to connect with other people who are doing the same thing as you. I think it's important to have a community of people around you when you're trying to heal, when you're making these lifestyle changes, it's inspirational, it's motivational. And most importantly, you don't feel like you're alone because you're working with others and you're working with me as as an expert. So check out that. That's also on my website on the homepage at lifemodsolutions.com. And then for free gut health information, I have a YouTube page. So where I share a ton of free ways to get started to fix your gut health at life mod solutions. So, and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for that information and folks, I encourage you to do that. And I'm going to download the recipe uh, myself and look forward to reading that. But uh, if you'd like to reach out to me to learn more about my passion and mission uh, for uh, educating people about holistic and alternative uh, wellness modalities. And that's why we have uh, Dr. Laura Donna Shapson here today. You can reach out to me at mikebeverly.life. That's M-I-K-E-B-E-V-E-R-L-Y dot life, L-I-F-E. And while there, you can click the podcast tab on the website and listen to this uh, episode along with Dr. Yakos's one. If you have uh, or you're dealing with personally cardiac issues or know someone in your family who might be. It's a wonderful episode and very educational like this one. And then read a blog or two. There's some great information there. And we'll look forward to having you back on another episode of the Health and Biz Bites podcast. Thank you, uh, Dr. Shapson, for being on. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, that's it. I'm just glad you all should take care of your health. You're in charge. You have more control than you think. And you can heal at any age. That's that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, everyone, and thank you so much again for checking out today's episode. And if you're listening through iTunes, Spotify, wherever you happen to be listening, please subscribe. Leave a five star rating and review if you choose to do so. And I'm grateful for you and that you're spending this time with me. Have a wonderful rest of your day.